Welcome to another episode of Follow the Brand. I am your host, Grant McGaw, CEO of Five Star BDM, a five-star personal branding and business development company. I want to take you on a journey that takes another deep dive into the world of personal branding and business development using compelling personal stories, business conversations, and tips to improve your personal brand. By listening to the Follow the Brand podcast series, you will be able to differentiate yourself from the competition and allow you to build trust with prospective clients and employers. You never get a second chance to make a first impression. Make it one that will set you apart, build trust, and reflect who you are. Developing your five-star personal brand is a great way to demonstrate your skills and knowledge. If you have any questions for me or my guests, please email me at grant.magaw, spelled M-C-G-A-U-G-H, at 5star BDM, B for brand, D for development, M for masters.com. Now let's begin with our next five-star episode on Follow the Brand. Welcome back to another great episode on the Follow the Brand podcast. I am your host, Grant McGaw, and today I would like to introduce you to an extraordinary individual who is a pioneer in the field of telehealth since the early 2000s. She has had a passion for helping patients her whole career, and she is adept in using technology to deliver a higher level of care. She's a brand ambassador and change agent in the healthcare industry and uses the motto of align, connect, innovate to embrace her career and business opportunities. Tamla Morrison's passion and dedication has led to an innovation and impactful 28-year career as a registered professional nurse and health informatics leader. With the love of developing digital health solutions, electronic health records, adoption, and virtual health operations. Her passion was ignited in 2003 when she started her career in a busy New York City hospital, New York Presbyterian. She embraced many opportunities and expanded her reach to corporate nursing on Wall Street and occupational nursing at the NYC Fire Department. Venturing on to become a travel nurse, she landed in Florida. After 10 years, her clinical expertise in labor and delivery and maternal health leadership shifted to clinical informatics, where she was in the trenches transitioning her colleagues from pens to computer documentation and implementation at Memorial Healthcare System in Hollywood, Florida. For over 16 years, she incorporated her clinical knowledge into technology projects leading the change in digital health transformation and telehealth strategy and operations. In 2019, Kamala accepted another challenge in Atlanta, Georgia, where she serves as population health leader, focused on the operations of quality and care management teams to impact patients with chronic and complex care in the community. With Secret Health Physician Partners, a subsidiary of Northside Hospital, she works with payers to address healthcare gaps and quality initiatives to decrease healthcare costs. 
Kamala earned a Bachelor of Science in Nursing from Seton Hall University and a Master of Science in Health Informatics and Management Systems at Florida International University. Kamala is also the founder of CGM IT Group LLC, a startup focused on bridging healthcare gaps with technology while increasing the potential for innovation and economic growth. The mission of CGM is to align with like-minded individuals and organizations to further address healthcare concerns, improve clinical care, and educate early careers and students in the growing field of telehealth, virtual, and digital healthcare. Campbell serves as Vice President for the Metro Atlanta Women of Color Empowerment Institute, a nonprofit organization that strives to build awareness of healthcare disparities, mentoring, and uniting women of color. She is also the parliamentarian of the National Association of Healthcare Executives Atlanta chapter and a member of the American Telemedicine Association and Healthcare Information and Management Systems Society. Kamala married the love of her life in 2019 and has two college students, Mateo and Giovanna. When asked who inspires her the most, she stated, Maya Angelou, because of these words, people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. So let's extend a warm welcome to Mrs. Kamala Morrison, on the Follow the Brand podcast, where we are building a five-star brand that you can follow. Welcome to another episode on Follow the Brand. We, of course, always have a great guest. And today we have a very special guest. All the way, she's actually in Atlanta, Georgia. She used to reside here in South Florida. I actually met her through the National Association of Health Services Executives, excuse me, NACI for short. And we were at a, a conference and I saw her walk around and she looked very, very interested. And I just had to come up to her, tell her about the association, tell her why I thought she would be a good fit for the association. She took a look at some of the literature. I found out later that she was a telehealth specialist. She was big into this field and she had a nursing background and I found her very, very interesting. So she was one of the first persons that I actually wrote an article for when I was the president of the Florida chapter. And it was very widely uh, recepted. A lot of different nursing professionals really appreciated her story. And I wanted to retell that story during this podcast. And she's had some changes over time that I think people will find interesting. So I'm not going to steal any of her thunder. I'm going to bring her to the stage right now. Ms. Kamala Morrison. Hello, everyone, and hello, Grant. Thank you for having me on your show today. Excellent, excellent. Thank you. Now, you've had a name change as well. Can you explain what's going on? What's happening in your world? <laughs> a lot has happened, but yes, I've had a name change. I got married almost a year ago, and so Kamala Morrison and AKA Kamala Strother. I love it. I love it. I love it. I think that's why you went ahead and went to Atlanta, Georgia. I'm sure he's a very happy man and he's made a great choice. You've made a great choice and you've had some different you know, changes in your career trajectory. And we want to talk about that because, again, when I first met you, you 
were in telehealth, but you told me about this nursing background and you rarely started doing like telehealth, some technology way back before anybody was even talking about these type of things. Can you just elaborate just a little bit on your career trajectory? Yeah, you know what? I thought I would take care of patients my whole career. Um, that was my plan. And I was, and I loved it so much, just helping patients, helping people. And my career just, um, just took me into a totally different direction from taking care of patients to taking care of the people that take care of patients. And that was using technology. And so I have seen the transition from paper, and I was a huge part of that transition from paper to an electronic system back in 2003 um, for a healthcare system down in South Florida. And, um, you know, just seeing the challenges of how as clinicians, as an RN, how we get really set in our ways with the, our processes and our practices. And it was a struggle. It was a struggle for a lot of my colleagues. It was a struggle for a lot of providers and physicians that I sat next to, giving that elbow support and helping them to put down the pen and just embrace that new typewriter keyboard, I should say, not typewriter. Now I'm really dating myself, right? But, um, you know, it's really funny how, how things just, just, just go full circle. And so now um, my career has brought me from an EMR, electronic health record implementations to uh, virtual implementations way before COVID. And these were things like putting webcams in a NICU in a, a crib so that parents who were in different locations, um, family members who were across the country could see this newborn that, were, that was in the NICU a lot of times for months, sometimes even uh, six months or longer, depending on their condition. But the joy that they felt to be able to see their infant, the joy I felt in implementing this project was just uh, so satisfying. And so from that project to um, giving neurologists access to systems remotely uh, really was another way to help decrease the time that care can be provided and decisions could be made because it eliminated the need for travel. And now fast forward from that to 2016, to the start of telehealth, where I just was so excited about virtual health and taking this card around and grabbing every clinician and say, hey, you can talk to a provider or a clinician at one of our other hospitals using this cart and this camera. And so it was kind of, it was exciting. It was, what is this and how are we going to use it? And so, um, you know, I was a part of the start of telehealth and um, I incorporated over 30 plus programs in telehealth prior to COVID. So really happy, really excited about that foundation that was set so that really the wheels could turn a lot faster once COVID happened. You, you were a pioneer. That, that's what it is. I mean, I can imagine here in the early 2000s that you can able to see a newborn in the NICU utilizing technology no matter where you were. This was not widely known, wasn't widely used. Now it's, you know, mainstream with, with telehealth. And I know you you were one of the first telehealth managers uh, that I know of uh, when you worked down here in South Florida. I got a question for you. So if there was, and I know you go all the way back, I was being a nurse and, and doing travel nurse and travel nurse today, man, they're getting paid, I don't know, it's a ridiculous amount of money. 
Um, but you you were doing this a while ago. And yeah. so if there was one thing you wish you had known before you began your career, is that something you'd like to share with us? Wow. You, you know, um, I think it was where my career was headed. I, I had no idea that it would be headed down this path of technology, population health now, um, that really took me away from the bedside. But the most important thing that I would say to anyone is when an opportunity comes to just really be ready to embrace it, whether you have that level of expertise or not, because your energy and passion is really going to lead you to want to do everything and learn everything that you can. And it's all about trying, right? Trying and succeeding. And sometimes it's failing because that teaches us just to be better and it helps us to learn more. Oh, that, that's a wonderful thing. I wish I could turn back time and say, okay, you know what, you know, 20 year old grant, you should have turned in this direction. But I think eventually you do get to where you're going because those are the things that make you who you are. Now, I'm going to applaud you for taking the online questionnaire as part of fivestarbdm.com. And that's how we get to call your brand. And it gives you an opportunity to reflect on the things that you feel are strengths for you and how others look at you with their lens, which may be a little different. And we get into that alignment. You you mentioned that alignment and connection was a was a strength for you. Can can you tell us more about that? Yeah, you know, my my slogan is align, connect, and innovate. Because it's been that way for me my whole career is aligning with the right organizations aligning with people who have been influential in my life, who have helped me to grow and develop um, by learning from them, Um, and then being innovative because there is so much to be done in healthcare um, and really having that eagerness to make things better. You know, how can I do that? And sometimes it's, as everyone says, it's thinking outside of the box. It's looking at what's around you it's using tools that maybe you never thought you'd use. Sometimes it's using tools that you don't really like. And we saw that with a lot of people who did not like technology, who rather stay with paper and pen, or those people who did not like being on a camera. Um, and then they just learned it because we had to. And so really looking at the best ways to implement new processes, new tools, new things, and being innovative is what really, to me, just takes us to another level. Well, your passion really comes through. And uh, so my, my next question is going to be about passions. I, 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 you're a very passionate person. And so the question is, what problem, bigger than you, are you passionate about solving with your skills? Wow, that's, that's a really good one, Grant. You know, when I think about something that's bigger than bigger than me, um, I think about the quality of life. How can really, how can we impact the quality of life with, with healthcare, with financial stability, with the spiritual awareness? There is so much that's encompassed within the quality of life. Um, that is what I am passionate about in one way or another. I will impact the quality of life. Now you went from when you left here in South Florida, you were a telehealth manager. 
And then when you went to, to Atlanta, as I see right now, you're in this population health. So tell me about what is pop, what is that about and how did you make that transition? So talk about quality of life. Population health is focused on outreach to the community, outreach to, to help people take care of themselves when they're at home and to be able to manage a lot of times chronic conditions that are really the causes um, for going to the hospital. So for those people who have chronic conditions, how can we partner with them? How can we become a resource with them to teach them how to care for themselves at home? It's a t- another whole different ball game for me, but one that's very exciting um, because it's, it's a collaboration between patients, between providers, and looking at the best strategies to kind of bring it all full circle so that we can really be impactful. You know, I've seen, uh, there's a lot of buzzwords. I shouldn't say buzzwords. There's new applications that have come out, especially during COVID. One was obviously telehealth, but there's more than that. There's telehealth, there's remote patient monitoring, there's virtual care. Are you utilizing these tools in your new population health or is that something that you're still working through? Yeah, you know, um, remote patient monitoring, definitely, because, you know, I have patients who have hypertension, who have diabetes, and using those Bluetooth devices at home to monitor those their conditions, being able to have that, the results come back to our care managers so that she can track and trend how they're doing. And then to be able to look at the data and analyze it to see, well, what programs can I start? that will um, help them um, to help themselves better, right? And what quality programs could I put in place so that as we work with different payer groups, we're able to meet some of the health measures or quality measures and really recommend and and, uh, ensure that these patients follow up with their health streams. So there's a lot that comes to play with the population health, but definitely using Bluetooth devices for remote patient monitoring um, with my team has been very something that's very needed. I, I, I totally agree with you 100%. This episode is brought to you by Five Star BDM. Five Star BDM is a professional consulting and advisory group keenly focused on business development services for small to mid-sized businesses and entrepreneurs. Although every business is unique, they often share challenges that can be addressed through smart branding. Services include process improvement and operations, digital strategy and transformation, business intelligence, digital marketing, and personal branding. Our five-star business and personal branding company has helped a number of professionals and organizations to optimize and grow. The result is more business, more opportunities, better reach, positive outcomes. Please visit www.5starbdm.com to learn more and view all the episodes of Follow the Brand. And just talking to my audience, I know there's a lot of health professionals that are listening in, people that are in the IT world. People that are students right now, you know, their early careers, 
And I think I'm going to ask this question for them is, how did you establish yourself as an expert in your field? Well, let's see. You know, I first of all, clinically, as we talked about, so my career started as a nurse. So for all the nurses out there, you know what? Uh, power to you because it's a field that is so rewarding, difficult at times, but definitely rewarding. And I would encourage anyone to go into the field because there's so much that you can do. So starting in New York, my career in New York City as a clinical bedside nurse, um, I tried many different areas because I loved it. The majority of my clinical career was in labor and delivery, and I felt that I could make the greatest um, impact there. And really, I loved what I did because it was so many different things to do, whether it's delivering a baby normally or by C-section or taking care of patients, mothers after they delivered, um, and just providing that level of support. So you can see, Grant, I have this constant theme of wanting to help, wanting to support wanting to just make things better. And then I took a turn in my career when I had the opportunity to, um, to incorporate technology into that because in labor and delivery, we already use a system to monitor the baby's heartbeat and to monitor the condition. So it, it kind of was seamless to, to bring in another level of um, computer system, documenting those same kind of things um, from that particular specialty. Um, and then from there, now just embracing other opportunities within IT, um, projects, leading projects, and really learning all of those things that's, that comes with technology. So here I am with my nursing degree, and I'm now in clinical informatics, I'm in IT, and I really didn't use Excel a lot when I was taking care of patients, and I didn't use Word or PowerPoint. But the health system I worked in at South Florida had such an awesome approach. They took 42 of us clinicians and they started clinical informatics. And I was one of the 42 representing OB. We were called champs, clinicians having access to manage patient safety. And the approach was awesome because they taught us clinical people those technical skills so that we could become the expert to teach our fellow colleagues. And um, so I think just feeling, being open to learn all these new things that were, was like totally not related to my clinical practice, but was really exciting for me to learn. And I knew that I would be helping patients in a different way, right? And so I just continued down that journey of being open to learn. And I just kept looking for more. What else can I do? Okay, I'm a champion. I go to the staff meetings. I wanted to tell everyone about this electronic health record that we were going to have very soon. And um, whatever classes that were offered, I was the first one to raise my hand to participate. So I think that continuing to be open at each stage of a change um, really made a difference. And it, and it really made me a change agent. I think, you know, my travel nursing experience uh, contributed a lot because it was different hospitals that had different policies and procedures, but I was able to adapt. And so as I started to embrace other opportunities and other changes that I 
just carried that level of adapting with me and um, just kept a very open mind. So keep an open mind, try new things. Sometimes it, you may be uncomfortable, but being uncomfortable leads to growth too. That's true. I 100% agree with that. Plus, I've seen the growth in, in you, even the short time that I've known you. And that's in, in three three years, and I've watched you change and, and grow, and you've taken on new leadership responsibilities. So now I want to do ask you a question that's a little bit, of, I'm going to say a bit of a game, meaning I want to project you into the future. And Uh-oh. into the future, I don't know, three to five years, I don't know how long it takes. If you could do any job in the world, what would you be doing and why? Hmm. So if I'm projecting, I'm going to say I would be the chief nurse innovative officer because I am strategic, uh, love strategy, love looking at how we can bring in new ways of doing things to really improve and continuously improve on what we're doing. Um, Innovation. Definitely needed. You know, you have to do more than what you're doing today. Right. And I love leading a team, you know, whether it's a, a team of nurses, a, a team of patients, a, a, a team um, that's really focused on caring and quality. And so I'm going to say that chief nurse innovative officer. Oh, I agree with that. I agree with that. And I, I can see you as the new CNIO of a great corporate, either a hospital, maybe it's your own business. I, I think you've got aspirations of doing some your own thing. A lot of people do. Do you yeah. have an entrepreneurial side to yourself? Oh my goodness. I think since I was like 20, um, and I'm not going to tell you how old I am now, though I'm very proud of it. But you know, from the time I was 20, I I uh, was very, was really impacted by someone who taught me what it meant to be an entrepreneur, who was designing clothes sewing by hand because that um, mind uh, blowing excitement of just having your own and creating your own was there. And um, so I just watched and I listened and it has just become a part of me. And so with that innovation, with the need to look for opportunities and embrace opportunities has been there for me. And I have been really rewarded with an opportunity to create websites um, that had to do with telehealth, but instead of telehealth, it was teleprofessional. And so it was a way to create or connect to another professional using um, technology. And again, this was before COVID. So it was awesome to be able to have that in place. Um, so that technology too has just really helped me to continue to um, really look for other opportunities or have opportunities that were really kind of dropped in my lap. Like, how can I do this? And I always find a way to do it. So I love the opportunity to um, to just be able to create and um, use my entrepreneurial ideas to uh, to help others out. And I love that. And you're part of some great associations. I think the women of color, you're with NASI, you're with uh, a couple of others. 
Uh, we're going to conclude a little bit here, but before I do that, I, I think when I think about your personal brand, this is a personal brand show and business development, and just listening to you, if me, if they say, well, Grant, what do you think her brand is? In one word, it's innovation. You're very innovative and creative uh, without question, and you do it with a grace that is noticeable. And I appreciate that. I do. I really appreciate that. So I, I want to give you the mic. I want you to tell the audience something that you haven't said already that you feel is impactful that you want to share with them. It could be in your core competency, your expertise, some of your abilities, anything, level of real recognition or however you want to frame that. I, I really appreciate hearing from you. Yeah. Um, wow. What do I share? You know, there's so much there, there's there's really um, there's so many great things that I've been afforded to be a part of. Um, and as you mentioned, um, really great organizations that I have really I've been able to align and connect with others. And and thank goodness for for meeting you to have not only this opportunity, but all of the advisement that you have given me along the way. Um, and, I, and I would say that what I would share is. Um, it's really important to how you make someone feel. And I think that that really um, will be lasting. You know, Maya Angelou said it best. She's one of my um, greatest poets that I has really inspired me. And um, so in all that I do, whether it's as an IT professional, as a clinical professional, um, as a financial advisor, um, very passionate about retirement planning um, and uh, just putting ourselves in a good position financially and having a resource for that type of service, which a lot of times we don't. Um, being that person that is reliable and resourceful, my phone rings constantly from friends and people within my network who are looking for advice. And so I'm really happy that I can make that difference for them. And that like you, I have been a connector to just connect people to other organizations, to other resources and, um, and be that glue. So thank you so much, Grant, for this opportunity. Oh, without, without question. So if the audience wants to get in touch with you, and before I even, even say that, let them know about the new website that we collaborated on with Nazi Atlanta. Well, that's right. Yeah, so I, I am parliamentarian for the Nazi Atlanta chapter. Um, and, uh, you know, when, when I heard, when I recognized the need for a new website, um, immediately reached out to Grant. I recognize when I don't have the bandwidth for a project. And so we just collaborated to really give the Nazi Atlanta chapter an uplift, uplift, actually a brand new look um, that's coming out very soon. And it looks amazing. And um, it's because of grants, you know, having that connection is so important. So knowing uh, who to connect with and who are the people that um, really can make a difference. I agree. So if anyone wants to take a look at that site, it will be available probably by the time this show airs at www.nahseatlanta.org. Be sure to check it out. And if they want to get in touch 
with you, Kamala, what would be the best way? Um, I'm on LinkedIn, Kamala Morrison. Um, I think that would probably be the best way to get in touch with me. Um, I do have, as we mentioned in the beginning, AKA Kamala Strother. So you will find me on Twitter at Kamala Strother. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So I want to thank you again for being a very special guest. We will tune into another episode of Follow the Brand in another week or so. You have been wonderful, and I really appreciate that. I want to let our audience know to make sure to tune into this episode. If you haven't already, at www.5starbdm.com. We're also available on Apple, iPod, or Audible, Spotify, just about everything out there. So share and share away. And we really appreciate having this opportunity to visit with you. Thank you very much. Bye.